0: what you are about to hear is a comedy program it is not meant to be taken seriously if you do we still love you but you are a moron enjoy
1: david steves Oh, uh, but the person oh, who really sure. got me into comedy was uh Boy George in Culture Club. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's cause <laughs> they it had that song in the eighties. It went it went a little something like this. It was comma, 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 come, a, come, a, come, a, come a, become a comedian. Yes. Ah, yes. <laughs> I only used that twice on stage, but it's worked both times.
0: <laughs> and then somebody came up to me and
1: was like, like, I'll it. pay you five dollars if you never say that on stage again. i was like, okay. <laughs> Joke's on him, that asshole hasn't been to an open mic since. So
2: uh well that's all right. I'll I, you know what,
1: David, I'll I'll give you ten. John Batch. I, I like that where uh, you draw the line. I you're like, damn it, they're not paying their performers. Right I'm Listen, out of here. I,
2: you know, if 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 a girl wants to do any sort of, of nasty, awful shit, have you know bucket loads of, of cum dumped on her face, wants to, you know, eat ass, do whatever she wants to do, that's fine and, and God bless her. But I'm gonna pay her and make sure she gets paid uh, well for that as much as I can. <laughs> You
0: guys one more. I got a question for you. So, who's drinking today? Let me hear it. Yeah, me but be careful with your drinking. Be careful, Because right? I had to slow down drinking. Because I was having too many what I like to call werewolf wake ups. I don't know if you guys have ever done it. <laughs> Exactly. I don't know if you guys have ever done it. But let me explain it to you. A werewolf wake up is when you wake up the next day after a hard night of drinking, you're you're naked, you're all achy from the things you did the night before, you can't remember any of them. You look over, there's a carcass in your bed, you didn't get his or hers name. So you just kind of like gather your clothes and run off into the woods. You ever been drunk like that? It's me? Cool. For real, man. Like, I knew, I knew, like, this is embarrassing, but I knew I had to get it together because I did a werewolf wake up. Right in the middle of biology class at Michigan State. You believe that? <laughs> Man, that's just crazy. Because I went to Ferris, and I was like, "How the fuck?" This is Good
1: versus Evil. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Good versus Evil bonus episode. Fourth of July edition, ladies and gentlemen. The fireworks are going off. Hell yeah. Uh, yes. Welcome back to Good versus Evil, a comic discussion of the end of times. And the end of times are going to continue, considering the stay-at-home orders have just been extended. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> as always, I'm the good side of things, David Steves.
2: And I am the evil side, John Batch.
1: We don't know when this is going, but we are really excited today to have an amazing comic on with us today he is out of the muskegon area he uh used to run the back alley comedy show he is now the co-owner of fresh ghost comedy he also runs room up at candlestone uh golf resort ladies and gentlemen very good friend of mine one of my major influences in comedy when i first got started ladies and gentlemen give it up for rick williams winston
2: so I mean, first of all, again, Ricardo, thank you for for coming on here. You know, it's uh, great to have you on here. I know uh, you and I don't know each other that well. I know you da- you know David pretty uh, well, but uh, anytime I've seen you, certainly
0: you've been a, a v- very funny. Say what? I we oh I know David very well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was one of my very first influences in comedy. I love Ricardo, man. He's one. I think to to be honest, Ricardo, I think you're one of the best in Michigan. So oh, sure. super oh. excited to have you on, man. Thank you so much. Oh stop! I'm
0: mediocre at best.
1: That <laughs> no. that that's not what my former jobs uh, teams are saying. They said you were phenomenal.
0: Uh, I'm gonna send them like a cheesecake or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, awesome. hope, I hope you guys know that I am gonna be getting high during this. So uh,
2: well, that's I mean <laughs> that's fine. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. We're we're drinking. So I mean. Uh obviously, I mean, to just kind of get started, carlo you know obviously things have been shut down for a while, and we just got a uh, word again today things might be shutting down again a little bit um yeah. how How has that been been going for you have you Have you been doing anything comedy related during uh the quarantine or are you
0: looking to start doing things again um i did i I did a little hosting gig last uh Friday in Howard City, and that was cool, you know, getting yeah. my, you know getting feedback again getting back out there that was fun um. But it sucks, man. I have a few things lined up. I'm hoping that they still stay together at this point. But I'm just – it sucks because I have so many different ideas that, like, I want to work through. You can only do that on stage. Like, you know, you can be in the shower like, oh, man, this is going to kill. But then you get on stage, you're like, (laughs) (laughs) fuck.
2: Oh, yeah, I, I had that uh, experience at uh, JB Whiskey's uh, last Thursday. I had I had a whole new, like, five minutes I was getting ready to do and just wanted to work it out. And uh, I got a couple laughs, but for the most part, it it uh, completely ate shit. And so, uh, yeah, it, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it doesn't, though, because I, honestly, and I, I think I, I told David this earlier, mm-hmm. though, that, you know, the best jokes, the best, best bits that I have right now are the ones that the first time I tried them absolutely completely bombed, you know, and and you put the work back into it and, uh, you know, make them better. And, and so I, I, I don't say I I love bombing, but
0: uh, (laughs) I don't think anybody says that you've gotten comfortable with it. I've gotten
2: comfortable with it. Right. Right. And I, I, I enjoy having that ability to learn from that. So uh, yeah, I, I I definitely get that man. Um, so I,
0: I, no, go ahead. I was gonna say I have a few jokes that are like that that kind of came from an awkward situation and just because you're funniest in the moment. I think everybody right. that does comedy, we're all funniest just off our feet, you know. So right. a lot of times that's that's when you create magic.
1: Yeah, I love yeah. that piece of advice and, and I think that's why it's really important to record every set, because when you riff or go off the cuff or you add something new to it, you know, what the audience interacts with you and what the audience gives you. You know, you gotta put that in the notebook. You gotta write that down because that's spur of the moment stuff. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And that's how and that's how you build your set. Like just those small steps along the way, that's how you get to that 30 minutes, that forty five minutes. And it's really see, and that's important, is paying attention to the crowd. Cause a lot of comedians don't I feel like they get so stuck in what they're gonna do that they don't pay attention to the crowd reaction. And if you just pay attention, now I'll tell you exactly what you're doing, just like in sex. If you pay attention, you know (laughs) know you're doing the job or not. (laughs) Don't be in there just to get yours. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. You
1: can't. You can't just leave the bedroom with only satisfying one person. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta work the crowd. You won't get. You won't be called back again. You'll get the light earlier next time. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome.
0: Uh, oh, that that might be
2: the best analogy I've ever heard. I, I like that. that. Is. That's great. Oh my God! So I I know, uh, and uh, Ricardo you you are from what I've seen on Facebook a <coughs> a pornography aficionado. Is that is that <laughs> <laughs> is that? Yeah, yeah. So all right. So let's let's talk about that, man. I mean, now uh, wh- what 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 do you like, man? What's who's your who's your favorite
0: actor right now? <laughs> Who are you digging right now, man? Um, <laughs> I don't really. Okay, so here's the thing. Like, I don't watch a lot of um produced porn. I like to watch sure. like amateur porn with the. I want to see that camera. I want to see that the phone angle in your hand, <laughs> like just <Right. laughs> <he's> getting one <laughs> angle the whole time. Um. So I'm I'm liking my neighbor's stuff right now. He's doing some good stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is that like Blair Witch in the Bedroom project? <laughs> Does he know there's a camera? I don't <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, it's just that I hate when like cause I could only position the camera in one spot in his bedroom and he moves sometimes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's funny. Oh, that's
0: no funny. man, um I yeah, I talk about porn a lot. And uh I've had I've actually had people inbox me like, why do you talk about birth so much? Do you need help? I'm like I just I like what I like and I talk about All what right. I want to talk about. If you don't like it, maybe you know, saying, like you need to watch more porn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're the one out of touch.
0: <laughs> right. Maybe just just because you don't know what a bukkake is, doesn't mean I gotta be limited in my life. No, that's, oh, that's,
2: that's hilarious. That's... That is fair. I'm 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 glad to hear that. I feel like we're we're kindred spirits now. Uh Ricardo, um,
0: Yeah, John. I feel like you're in some like some shit, right? <laughs> like hardcore. Yeah, well, I w- I was uh I was
2: telling uh not know if I did tell David about, about this. I was going to say this for next week's episode, but fuck it. I'll I'll talk about it now. Yeah, um, talk about it now. Yeah, uh so uh you normally when we we put these episodes out, I'll do like a little trailer with it, right? And I'll do I'll do um you know, some some videos and things. So there was one episode that uh the, the clip that I pulled was David trying to make some serious point. And so I was trying to do get some video of a guy doing like a jerk off motion, you know, just trying to make fun of the whole thing, right? So yep. I I found th- this video that was perfect. It was it was a, a clip of a series of guys jerking off. Jerking, with the, off, jerking off, but you couldn't I mean you couldn't actually see it the way I, I edited it. But <laughs> In order to get access to that video, I had to subscribe to the the website the clip came from, which was – it was a gay porn website, which, okay, fine, whatever, you know. Um, So I first of all had to explain that to to my girlfriend as to why I I had done that. (laughs) It's not for me. It's for Dave. I promise. Yeah, thanks,
0: Dick. It's for for Dave, man. I just – (laughs) No, in the
2: last couple of weeks here, I've found out the reason they kind of give a a little bit of a a free trial up front is because they make most of their money apparently by selling your email address because I I have been getting all sorts of advertisements for just hardcore like anal fisting. (laughs) Just, you know. The wholesome stuff. The wholesome stuff, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so. <laughs> Orange the, the new costume.
1: black, male edition.
0: Right,
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, I uh, I don't know, but I've I've again not something I would normally be into, but I mean as long as it's in my inbox anyway, I'm gonna at least check it out, you
0: know. Right, might as you know, might as well. I feel like Dave doesn't. I feel like Dave doesn't watch porn, and if he does watch porn, it's like the kind of porn that. Like ladies' watch, like really soft, porn.
1: <laughs> with a lot of story and foreplay.
0: Right. So,
1: so I'm, I'm, ga- got I'm gonna la- be honest with you guys. down and the. I got, I got a little, yeah. I got a little frisky with myself the other days because my girls weren't here, and so okay. I actually, oh, I looked up on the internet. I was like, closest thing to porn on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Closest thing to porn on Netflix. What's, can I get some porn light? Like, what's, right. right, yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm, I'm like the Miller light of porn, right? Um. <laughs> but that's okay, but there's stuff out there for you, you know, yeah. there's, there's there just is. like,
0: you know, guys coming out, like guys coming over talking about their day.
1: <laughs> well, when, when I was, yeah, right? oh, well, but hey, Jim. How did you and Cheryl have intercourse last night? Oh, it was wild. She got on top. (laughs) Relatable shit.
0: (laughs) This is going to get progressively weirder because I'm going to get like,
1: you know, higher. So it's going be- <laughs> to so, no, right. be good. But the reason I why I don't know. have such a good porn collection is because when you come back from overseas, like uh-huh. that's, so like you sell all this sh- all this stuff that you brought over, like your Xbox, your PlayStation, whatever, because it's already got sand in it. It's already dirty. So you uh-huh. sell it for like a couple hundred dollars. The porn CDs that you had over there, you can't take it through customs with you unless you write Microsoft backup on it or whatever. Um, <laughs> and so we would sell those for like, 10 15 bucks a piece so we'd make more money oh. selling our porn than we would on our anything else oh so you guys were hustling hustling your jerk off material oh absolutely cuz these guys are new in country they know they're going to need that stuff for a whole year and you need you need variety
0: that is wild. Mm-hmm. Stuff, that's you, smart hey, though you yeah. got to
1: make the system work for you exactly <laughs> right. so okay Ricardo, i got to ask you this and because yeah. this is going to sound dumb and i already sound dumb on porn light but uh, what's like what's getting high like? Cause I've never been high.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: it's um okay.
0: So first off, uh, I smoke a lot of weed. like I I don't drink at all anymore. I can't drink. Um, funny story. I tried to man up and drink three beers after work last week, and I immediately threw up. No, like, yeah, I'm so I smoke a lot of weed, and um for me. Like, it just kind of slows things down, because ten- I tend to be pretty fast-paced, so it's good to just mellow out. It just nice. mellows me out, man. You know, I'm not saying you got to do it, brother, but... <laughs> <laughs> but it's
1: nice. It's nice. It's, nice. <laughs> it's, nice. it's doing good. It damn good. I enjoy it. That's um, awesome. It. Dude, hey, it's legal, so who cares, right? I mean, Yeah, sh-
0: exactly. It's finally. Finally. fucking legal. This should have been legal years ago, but you know, I that's sure Another conversation for another
2: time. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can talk about now. I mean, well, dude, I'll tell you what, I I can't smoke weed though. Like, I for me, because I've never been much of a a, a weed guy. So that I well, so that when I do do it, I don't have a high tolerance for it, right? So I'll I'll drink, I'll do other various drugs, but weed has never really been my thing. And again, I, I don't have a high tolerance for it. So when I do do it, it's it's a fucking mess. Like the last time I did it was probably. Joe Elder. Joel, <laughs> 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 no, it was, it was actually with a, another buddy of mine. He, uh, we were at a, a party. It was a house party at his place, and um, he gives me uh, a THC pill, right? So, oh and again, shit! Again, I you didn't. Were fucked up. I didn't. I didn't know what it was. I was just like, "Oh, cool, a pill. I'll take it. Fuck it. Let's see what happens." You know? Damn. And, no, I was catatonic on the couch. You oh, know, yeah. He he thought I was a, he thought I was asleep. Which was unfortunate. No,
0: you were, you were awake. You were just nodded out. Right. He,
2: but well, the problem was he was there with his girlfriend. It was just the three of us. So he uh, medi- he immediately starts having sex with her, like what? six feet to my right. He thinks I'm passed out. And not. Meanwhile, I'm just staring up at the ceiling, going, I, I, I can't hear. I, I'm hearing this. I can't do anything <laughs> about it. I can't. You know. You can't just, move I, your arms or legs or anything. I was
0: I was in one hey, position. I was right. just done. What if he, What if like, your friend planned that? And like that's his thing. Like he likes to fucking. Fuck people. Well, he,
2: I mean, he likes someone in the room. That's yeah. fine, but at least at least tell me ahead of time. I would have been fine to just sit there, <laughs> sit there, drink and beat off. I would have been fine with that. But like, to like, sleep. What, if he need,
0: what if he needed you to like just sit there and do nothing? Like that's how he. <laughs> that's how he gets where he needs to be. He's like, man, I need, I need this fucking human mannequin, man. <laughs>
2: You know, in, in in hindsight, I I think I might have been roofied. Uh, <laughs> this, uh, I think I need to report
1: that. Uh, yeah, it was crazy when you look back on things, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> so, Ricardo, I got to ask you this question because I've done it. Have you ever been in like a hotel room with your boy, and he brings a lady home, and you got to pretend to sleep so he so he can he can get it in? No. Really? No. No. I don't. Am I the okay, only so one alone in this?
0: Like, no, like, here's the thing, like, so, okay, so, I haven't done, like, a lot of, like, uh, I guess dude type stuff, like, fucking in front of my friends, and, like, <laughs> I don't know if that's normal, okay, I just say it, like, it's just every day, <laughs> <Right.
1: laughs> No, yeah, It was at do. a wedding.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, well,
1: that's, that's different, that's love. Um, well, I was splitting the hotel room cost, were you with so the... me and my buddy, we were both single, and we were like, yeah, uh-huh. we're, gonna, we're gonna share a hotel room, because it's cheaper. Cause wow. you know you're out of college, it's it's freaking expensive, and so he brought a lady home, and I was already asleep in the bed, and they mm-hmm. started like going, and she was like, "Are you sure he's asleep?" He's like, "Dave, Dave," and he like threw a pillow at me, and I was awake you the whole time, but I just had to fake it because I, I was helping I was helping my guy out, you know. Right.
0: The closest I've come, um, I was on the road with this comedian from Florida. We had that we were in Minnesota. He freaking, we had a girl show, you know. He brings these two, like, Minnesota chicks back to the room. I'm asleep. It's like <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning. Because the bars don't close till so like 4 over there. Oof. So it's like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. They come stumbling in. But imagine, like, that Minnesota accent. Like, oh, you're fucking asleep. And it's like, Hey yeah, Like, that super thick Midwest accent. I'm like, yeah. And like they tried to get me up and like get into it, but I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I just not feeling it. That's like the closest I've ever
1: come. All right, yeah. not too bad. That's
2: that's, that's fair. I yeah, I, I can't say. I mean, anytime I've been in that situation, it usually leads to me uh, participating. Uh, I, I See,
0: <laughs> See, you that's, know I we're... haven't done that. I haven't done that.
2: Oh, it's it's. it's
0: you haven't like... done a threesome? I, okay, I've done a threesome, but with like it's two not... chicks. Yeah, not yeah. a devil,
2: not a devil's threesome. Yeah,
0: yeah, not a devil. Thre- like, how right. does how do you even? Okay, so my thing is, mm-hmm. is there a conversation beforehand, or does it just like you look over, it's happening, you just come over, and she's like, yeah, the more the merrier. Like, how does it happen? Is it like Like,
2: how's So, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously, you have to make make sure she's into it. You can't just show up and like, boom, hey, I'm here. You, you know, um, right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it's just it it's not so much like taking mental notes (laughs) for for me. It's not so much of a a conversation as much as it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm here. You guys are starting to do your thing. Um, you know, do you want me to leave? No, not really. Okay, cool. I'll stay here. And then you just kind of let it kind of flow naturally. You can't, you just
1: can't cross streams. Right. Right.
2: right, Exactly. You can't, I mean, you don't want to lock, you don't want to lock eyes, obviously. Um, (laughs) no, no, right. You know, um, I I I did that once and came almost immediately. So I I actually might have to. Wow. Oh, <laughs> I'm, God, in hindsight, I based on tonight's discussion so far, I might have some things I need to investigate about myself.
0: Might, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Ooh, yeah,
2: right. Uh, okay. But uh, no, but yeah, it's you just gotta let it happen happen naturally. You kind of, you know, not I don't wanna say you manipulating the situation is is the wrong way to phrase it but um but you that's a that's a completely wrong way, way to do
0: happens. it what was that like you position the situation into a way that it, it happens right ex- exactly right exactly okay. so it and you just
2: you go with the go with the flow as it were and uh you know if if you play your cards right you make it happen man or, man, or you, there's a or you 30%? can do
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's like 40% chance. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I mean, the other thing you can do is just be a pussy like David and pretend to be asleep, but that that's never, you know. Oh,
1: yeah. Sorry. You conf- you spelt gentleman wrong, John. You spelt gentleman oh. <laughs> wrong. <Yeah. laughs> just know these are the links I would go through for my friends. Just hey, listen. All the- if if i'm my that's a, that's
2: great Devin. i'm glad you're a great friend but my philosophy is if i'm not getting laid ain't nobody getting laid so
1: oh he, i'd already gotten laid okay I, I, right. I came back from my girls the girls room already so i was good it, I got you did All it right.
0: see but me great. i would split the difference between the two of you and just roll over with a boner <laughs> <laughs> like, like let them see it like yeah <laughs> like. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, oh, he came to play. <laughs> but, I, but I'm gentleman enough to not do anything with this.
1: Gonna... <laughs> you were raised right, Ricardo. You were raised right. Catholic. Was she... I, was raised, I was raised Catholic as hell. So <laughs> There you go. <laughs> oh, That's man. So I know, Ricardo, you did a lot at the Candlestone, and you ran a great competition, a great show at the Candlestone. Um, okay. Are you still in talks with them? Because they do have an outdoor patio, and that's allowed. They do. I di- they do. Okay, so I didn't know if – uh are you working – got anything in the works? I haven't hit them up yet.
0: I haven't hit them up. Me and uh Tim, Tim Locke, we do Fresh Ghost Comedy together. So we've just now started getting the fillers back out there. But the crazy thing is, and I just had this idea today, I'm going to I'm gonna say it first here. You guys are going to get firsthand yes. uh, knowledge.
2: An exclusive. Exclusive
0: exclusive tim has a comedy club in his pole barn. like he built he did, yeah a club in his pole barn is fucking dope so i'm gonna we're just gonna start running shows there and do a live stream from there nice like a, like a, a bi-weekly show i like live it. stream have like maybe 15 20 people in the audience so you get a little bit of live <laughs> laughter that's awesome and then just live streaming for everybody else to tune in on the fresh ghost page
2: that's incredible yeah. fucking brilliant yeah i love that that's, that's great I'm
0: do it, so, yeah, so. I like, like it. you gotta because now especially now you have to be creative like this is mm-hmm. the time where you need to like really get the most out of your creativity that you can and find ways to get out there so
1: yeah I mean, that's awesome it's a great idea and is uh is tim's son gonna keep opening up the show because he he dusts some veteran comedians his son does Tim, his son's Tim, really
0: good Tim's you know, son is funny. Yeah, we're gonna keep putting Tim's son up there. We're nice. gonna we get Tim, Tim's whole family up there, the fiance, <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah, man. So, how are you guys doing?
1: What, how are you guys? Yeah, was, I mean, I'm doing well. I've got um, I've got JB's whiskey, which you're gonna be right? on next week, July seventh. Yeah, so we're really excited yeah. to have you. We got the it's Muskegon cool. Grand Rapids invasion. Oh, it's gonna be dope.
0: Oh, that lineup is
1: sick. I mean, and, and that's the one thing all these open mics have really benefited from is that there's not a lot of paid shows. You can't pack in, you know, comedy wow. clubs. And so the only thing open are these cool patio venues. And so we're getting top-of-the-line talent like yourself, Tim Locke, Joe Elder. We had John Batch last week. I mean, we're getting top-shelf talent for 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 really good price, like free
0: and it, and it right. is and it, like i saw the setup it looks dope out there i'm
1: excited it's beautiful now it's really spread out and so one lady uh came up to us afterwards and because you could tell some of the comics got a little discouraged because you can't the laughter takes a while to reach you the stage right. and so she's like she goes i know they're getting upset i know they're not they don't think they're doing well. She goes, but I can hear the laughter where I'm sitting. They just can't hear it from the stage. So that'll be something I put in the, um, you know, I just sent out the, yeah. the Facebook yep. messenger thing. That'll be another thing I put in there. Hey, you know, live shows, especially this spread out are a little bit different. It's, it's got a little different feel, but it's such a cool setup, such a cool vibe. They do such a nice job. Um, and they're hiring two more servers so they can make quicker runs oh, and get nice. people their drinks. Yeah.
0: Nice. See, and here's the other thing about, stuff like that in situations like that it forces you you got to try different things if you feel like you're not getting the laughs you want that forces you to do different things like this there's the room up in um god where is it one of the casino in mount pleasant what's the casino on mount pleasant Sorry, you know. yeah so i've hosted there like twice and it is a shitty room <laughs> like, yeah No, not the, it's not the main room don't get me like it's not like the main room it's like this little sidebar. They don't turn the fucking machines off, the TVs or anything. Oh. And like the crowd's way back from you, are spread out like how you're talking about. So sometimes you got to get off stage and get, like, right? Get into the yeah, crowd? Yeah, get into the crowd or at least go to the edge of the stage and, like, try to close that gap between the two of you. I love that. People don't, it's... I mean, it's, it's more, I don't know. It's things like that you got to think about in the moment, I think, you know, that makes. That makes the difference between having a strong set and having like, eh, it was all right, you know.
1: Now, how long right. have you been doing comedy, Ricardo? Like how long have you been in the process?
0: I've been doing comedy for six years. Yep. Wow. So I've been doing yeah. comedy for six years. So like that midway point, not a long time
1: at all, but like
0: kind of a long time, I guess. I don't
1: know. Oh, six years is I mean you yeah. you tied with Danny Redwine, who was our who was our uh, uh, guest last week? She's also done six years. So, um... yeah, me
0: and Danny started about this about the same time. Nice, obviously, because we're both six years. <laughs> we started different times, but we're both six years. I got a time machine. That's how it works. <laughs> okay, McFly. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's great, man. So, I mean, obviously, again, like you said, I've been doing it for for about six six years or so now, um, Riccardo. Uh, what What are you? Th- from what you've seen in the last six years what are the biggest things you've seen change or or a, a lot of things pretty similar to how they were uh, those many years back or
0: no things are fucking different yeah. man um i okay so i'm ca- how candidly can i speak like how how real can i be right now you can be as real what as you want to be man uh, okay about to probably commit career suicide, but right? <laughs> um, things right now are really fucking tense than what they were when, when I first got started. Like there was way more of a, of a community feel like, you know, I felt like, um, of course there was still that animosity between certain, you know, uh, factions, I guess you could say. Um, but now it's just like. It, especially being on like MCN, it is really negative, man. And that bothers me because I, I think I really feel like people have forgotten the reason why they started doing comedy in the first place. And it's to have fun. It's to make people laugh. It's not right. to, I mean, I understand the fucked up things happen. I understand messed up things happen, you know, but um, it's not about like, just creating such a negative, negative environment. And people have forgotten the reason why they got started. I really think that. And you, that's that's why I put that question out there. Because I feel like people need to take time to think, okay, all right, it's not about this bullshit. It's not about being jealous because somebody's doing this and I'm not, you know. Get over that. That's not why you started. If nobody else was doing comedy, I would still do comedy. You know what I mean? Because I love it. And that's, and that's the reason why I feel like people should get on stage and just fuck all that negative bullshit, man. It, it's not good, it's toxic, right. and people need to talk out their differences. If you have a difference with somebody, talk that shit out and move on. That's just, I don't know, I'm sorry. That was my little soapbox. You know, that's just, how I do No, feel. You're, you're, you you're, know, it's you're, great. you're,
2: you're, yeah. you're all right, man. I, and, and yeah, I, I definitely uh, agree with you. I mean, uh, you, you, I mean, you, you touched on it earlier too. I mean, th- certainly there are some negative elements uh in in terms of uh toxic people within the scene occasionally uh and those people need to be dealt with and 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 left yeah. out left out of the scene yes but other than that you're exactly right the the jealousy or the 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 um super not that you can't have some sort of you know friendly competition but the huh. but the the over competition of uh you know well you know she got that spot or he got that spot and and yeah. And why why not me? And and therefore I hate them. You know, fuck fuck all of that. I, I I yeah
0: exactly. Then and, and you and the reason you gotta look at it. Why not me? Maybe there's something they're doing that you're not. Right. You know, because nowadays with social media, um, be people want to, they want to get to a certain place before they're ready, and they haven't really put the work in mm-hmm. to get there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, certain opportunities are going to fall in your lap. You have to be ready for them and make the most of them. But at the same time, you have to grind to be in the position to get those opportunities. Right. You know, and a lot of people don't want to do that. Like, I don't understand people who don't want to leave their own city. Like, they don't want to do open mics in their own city. That doesn't make any sense. Like, you got to get out right. to the east side. You got to go, mm-hmm. you know, you got to go to the UP and up north and west and everywhere. you like, don't. man, people don't i lot of people do put the grind in. It's hard. This shit is not easy.
2: It's not. There's exactly. <laughs> there's there's a, a work ethic that that needs to be involved, and, and you you're exactly right. You don't see a lot of that uh, anymore. It's people they they want to become uh, social media famous, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, you know, TikTok, whatever. And they and you know if I can do that from the comfort of my own home and and become famous that way or or get success that way. Then uh, I don't need to go to the bikes. I don't need to, you know, do these different things. And and you're and you're exactly right. You will get opportunities that way, but you won't be fucking ready.
1: Yeah. That's you won't well, be. It's... Yeah, oh, ahead, I, was, I was gonna say it was just funny because a lot of the times where I'm looking for people to to come to my mics, a lot of people be like, "Oh, try this person." I'm like, I've never seen that person. It's like, yeah. well, they got to a point so they don't do open mics anymore. I'm like, if I haven't seen them. Like if I haven't seen him at a, like I I bring on the people that I trust, you know, like Carlo, I trust you, John, I trust you. I bring you on because I've seen you perform. I've seen you crush. I've seen you annihilate stages. And I'm like, I know what I'm getting. Like, but if I've never seen you, I can't put you on that stage on a
0: hope and a prayer. You can't. And you know, it's uh, people, you know, people hit me up sometimes when I'm, you know, back when I'm booking shows and stuff. And there's people I've never seen, they send me a clip. You just don't get that feeling that you see from seeing them live in front of an actual crowd. Like, oh, okay. All right, yeah, okay. So I I will put them in front of this crowd or that crowd. And that's how you kind of pick where to put this person, like what shows you think they'll be best on. Because you don't want to set anybody up for failure. And I think people set themselves up for failure sometimes.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I you know, I I know who my audience is, for instance, and I know there are certain crowds that I'm not going to do well in front of. So, yeah. do, so you know, do I I am very conscious of, you know, whether that's a show or a mic or whatever the case may be. If it's in an area or at a college, for instance, yeah. fuck no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna audition for that because <laughs> it's not it's not gonna go well, and that's that's nothing against that crowd at all. It's just not. They, they're not going to like me, and that's fine. Charlie um, Kirk would
1: do better at colleges than you. <laughs> <laughs> See, but I mean,
0: I feel like like comedy is such, everything's such a fine line in comedy. Like, right. you don't want to, you know, you want to stay true to yourself. You don't want to pander to the audience, but you want to have a little bit of something so you can still get opportunities, you know, right. and you don't want to get these things. You don't want to take an opportunity before you're ready, but yes. if you're if you're not quite ready and an opportunity comes you got to take it cuz you got to get ready in some place. so right. everything is so like it's like it's a fucking balancing act trying you, not to go one way <laughs> <and the other. laughs> you
2: you really have to you have to go with your gut on a lot of things and and the problem is that yeah. a, a lot of people yeah. a lot of people don't know how to listen to their gut or or their instincts are just completely you know, ass backwards and that's, that's the, the problem. I mean, you're, you're absolutely right too. I mean, sometimes you're not going to be ready for an opportunity, but it comes to you and, and fuck it. You know, you, you have to you get take, ready. Get, get ready, ready and, yeah. and take what, what you can. Um, I remember the oh, oh, go ahead.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, well, you, go ahead. I'll go after you.
2: No, I was going to say the, the first time I, I got offered to do <clears throat> a substantial amount of stage. i was, they wanted me to do like, I think 20 minutes. Uh-huh. and i i had uh, at that point I had probably a good seventeen eighteen I didn't have quite twenty, but i was you know i was in that in that range so i said i said, you know fuck it, I've got a month to get to get ready uh here here we go and and you know and and did everything i could now the the good news is um the the day of the event came and they they ended up canceling it and paying me anyway so um i, <laughs> I didn't have to worry about ready, it though. but i was ready the, the The important point <laughs> of that story is that i was ready but
0: I, um like the crazy thing is my first time featuring uh was that back alley you know don hooked me up i've been hosting the whole year he's like you know okay i'll give you a feature spot the last show you know so i'm like oh okay bet so you know i'm, I'm getting ready you know i I'm doing 30 minutes for the first time, I'm like bet, you know. So uh, I get there, and Don's like, So the headliner's not here yet. You know, we're, we're waiting for him. You know, the headliner's not here, but they, you know, you'd be ready to go. I'm like, Okay. So it's getting closer and closer to the show. More people come, more and more people are coming in. And uh, Don comes to me about 25 minutes before the show. He's like, Yeah, the headliner got in a car accident coming out of Chicago. So he's oh. like, you got, a headline, you got a headline tonight. And I was like, What? He's like, yeah, yeah. You see that? You got, you got to do it, man. I was like, okay. So I went, no I brought Tim to host. I was like, Tim, you gotta do like a little bit extra time, and I'm just gonna do as much as I can. He's like, okay. So I went up there. I did my 30, what I thought was my 30, you know, and I just kind of kept going, you know. It's probably about, you know, probably about it was about 150 people there. So, and I'm getting really getting good responses, you know. The crowd's going, going good, yeah. you know. I see Don in the back laughing. I come off stage at the end, and Tim was like, you did an hour and six minutes. I was like, oh, yeah. oh, shit. He was like, yeah. He was like, you did like an hour, like an hour and six minutes. And I was like, damn. And and that's Netflix felt, ready. It felt, like, it felt like maybe 40 minutes. But right. that goes to being, you know, you never know. You never know when something's going to happen.
1: So but you see, now, you cemented that, though. You were you were, you were, were getting ready for your first feature, you rehearsed. You had you had an arsenal. You have great crowd work. Which, if anybody has ever seen you, they know you have great crowd work. Hold on for a sec. Oh.
2: We what the fuck you do? We keep it professional here, uh, as you can see, <laughs> Raquel.
1: Sorry, you my, my 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 dog my dog was like pawing at the door, and it would have come across on the audio, so I had to let him outside. He's chasing a cat. There's oh, there you go. At least it's for the, the hunt. At yeah, least he's for the fucking he's, bring home that tail buddy come on there you go. <laughs> all right so sorry about that
0: <laughs> <Go on. laughs> <That's all> right.
1: <laughs> right but no i like i was just saying i mean it, it's incredible that you're able to take that i mean that's netflix stuff and the crowd was responding to you so if you've never seen Ricarlo, check out his crowd work it is phenomenal
0: yeah I, I, the, absolutely i don't even think i like do that much you know crowd work um well I mean I I wouldn't I
2: wouldn't say that you're like a, a crowd work comedian in the sense of, like we we've all seen those guys that go up and do
0: like 15 yeah, minutes like 15 Steve 20 minutes. right right Oh he is a fucking master of crowd work. I love watching him. I'm sorry, go ahead. But, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but but what what David
2: I I think was saying and and what I would agree with is is that you're you're very good at interacting with the crowd throughout your set. So you're, you are I mean you're not oh, yeah. necess- exactly. right exactly. So you're not necessarily doing 15, 20 minutes of, of crowd work for your entire set, let's say. But you, you are, um, you know, speaking to, to specific people in the audience. You're yep. you're working with the crowd instead of working against the crowd, which we've right. all seen a thousand times.
1: Yeah, um, yeah you make Whew. everyone yeah. feel a part of that show. Right. That's
0: the that's the important thing because people pay, I mean, even if they didn't pay pay their money to go to the show, there's, even if it's an open mic, they're there to watch and they want to enjoy what they're watching so i mean like i try not to get like try to go try not to go out the crowd i've been doing it lately though like like people who are talking and shit i've been losing my shit like the last few times before rona broke out i was fucking losing my shit on people like man <laughs> but it worked because they deserved it so it was all right but yeah, you're gonna love jbs <laughs> oh i can't wait i can't wait i try to include everybody i just want everybody to have a good, good time. Absolutely. Absolutely, and just love me, just love me at the end. And they do; they always do. Just love
1: me. <laughs> just love well, me.
0: that that uh, kind of leads
2: me in, into uh, one of the questions that I wanted to ask tonight, uh, Riccolo, Which is, I um, you've been doing this six years, so six yeah. years in now. How would you define your comic voice or, or comic persona? How would you?
0: Huh, that's a good question because when I first started. I was like, I'm a storyteller. That's it. I tell stories. That's what I do. And I, I was very, like, hard into that, you know. But then um, then I watched uh Brent Morin's special on Netflix for the first time. Right. And saw the way that he took, like, one, it was one whole long story, but he would drop out of the story, you know, and kind of tell his jokes and tell little stories and stuff. So I was like, okay, it doesn't have to be just a strict storytellers i can do one-liners i can do quick you know things but my comedy is all about myself um and i was actually commenting on facebook today Uh, i try not to do current events and stuff like that a because i don't really give a fuck a lot of the times about a lot of stuff but b i feel like if you if you talk about yourself that's always going to be relevant it's never going to be like played out or anything because it's always true so that's hard to duplicate it is. And it's, hard, and it's hard for people to steal your shit, <laughs> too. <laughs> right. you, know, hard, you know, like like how many fucking Jada Pinkett and August Alcina memes have you seen today? Or how many Will Smith memes have you seen today? Because <sighs> too many. Like, without that shit it's so hard. It's so easy to duplicate things that are happening in the moment. But I feel like the funniest stuff comes from actual real life. So that's why I've been writing a little bit more personal because um, I feel like like I've been watching a lot of Carlin lately and I'm, I want to kind of get more more ranty about the shit that I feel and what I feel, you know, what how I see the world and how I feel like I wish it was. I want to talk more about that and more about like real topics cuz I want to be I want to get to the point where I'm saying something with my comedy cuz I feel that's what the greats do. They make you laugh but they also make you feel something and they're saying something with their comedy cuz anybody can be funny but you have to be funny with a purpose. Of absolutely
2: yeah i I would agree with that um yeah i i shudder to think what i'm actually saying with my comedy but um (laughs) (laughs) that's not the point uh but no i i I agree and i i think it's it's interesting because we we talked about this on on the the uh main episode from from thursday uh Mm -hmm. just talk just talking about um you know what is that balance between Doing social, political type commentary versus actually, you know, versus telling straight jokes, and and, and I think it, the conclusion we came to anyway was you can do that. <clears throat> Excuse me, you can do that. That's fine, but the funny, yep. the funny has to come first, uh, yeah. because because yeah. we've all seen uh, people who who do. Um, we used Bill Maher as an example. You know, he got to be too smart. Right. Too smart and they're they just trying to make a political point or a social point or whatever and that's fine. You could certainly use your platform for that but the funny mm-hmm. has to come first.
0: That's it. But I think, you can, I think you can say things in a way where you can bring it to the crowd's level where you won't lose them in all these like philosophies and all this shit that is, you know how, what you're trying to say but right. still keep it funny to them because you want to keep Absolutely. them engaged at the end of the day. Right yeah
1: yeah absolutely yeah, I
0: mean, if I can let off fireworks or it might be gunshots I don't know
1: it, it's <laughs> Muskegon man it's either or ski town baby <laughs> dude when I drove through there I was like it's true your comedy is 100% true about Muskegon dog <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. I, I keep it real where I'm from I don't sugarcoat it I don't sugarcoat anything <laughs> uh, in the like when I first started out, I had some jokes that were like real, like ooh. So I had to learn how to like <laughs> tone those down a little bit, make it a little bit more palatable for everybody.
2: Right, absolutely. That's 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 always the key is is reach the uh, <clears throat> the widest audience that you you possibly can. You know, um, so yeah, I, I love that. I mean, you, and actually, that's that's uh, kind of um, leads me to another question I, I had for you, Ricardo, because you, you talked. <laughs> I mean. Oh, my allergies, not the ronice. Right, right, sure. That's
0: all right. <laughs>
2: well, we're 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 doing this over Zoom, so it's you can be as sick as you need to be, man. You're all right. Okay, cool. Uh <laughs> but um you know, you talk about uh, you know, sometimes you 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 get on stage and especially when you're starting out had some things that weren't you know were a little uh maybe divisive. What's um what's the biggest risk you've ever taken on stage? Ooh, like the like
0: joke wise.
2: Jo- yeah joke wise or or just topic uh, yeah. top maybe in the, something happened in the
0: moment or huh the biggest risk i've ever taken up stage. um that's a good question man damn you gotta, gotta think for a second so i used to have okay so all right so you guys have seen my set i'm um, you know so i talk about how i was adopted you know and you know uh my biological dad being a pimp you know but I used to have a joke where I talked about my biological mother, and she was addicted to pain painkillers. And I would be like, um, you know, I would tell a joke, and I'd be like, so, guys, you know, anybody else got anybody that's addicted to uh hardcore, hardcore narcotics? And I'd be like, no, nobody, just me? Okay, cool. And then I would talk about how, like, I'd be like, you know, you want to know the cool thing about that is somebody who's on drugs like that, they nod out a lot. And I would just kind of go like that on stage, you know. And I was like, so when I I would still spend weekends with my mom. So it was cool for me as a nine year old because anytime I ask her a question, the answer is automatically yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Damn. I was like, but sometimes she would like nod out too much and I gotta like, Come on, bitch, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> and there was hope, there was more to it. And like um my sisters saw that joke and they were like, No, no, you can't say that about our mom anymore and i was like yeah yeah you're probably right even though i just said it again but whatever
1: right, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so how so do you how do you break that to your family so i i i do the same thing you do i, I talk a lot about my background my history mm-hmm. and there are some jokes that i've probably told that they go a little too far in my family tree how do you let them know or do you not let them know at all or what's your I process
0: i don't let them know i just tell it um if I think I mean if it, if something makes me laugh I'm like hopefully it'll make other people laugh and I just say it. Um sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't like I my joke about my brother that was in prison for 23 years like he comes to my show. And that's true. Like he was in prison Damn. for 23 years. So sometimes he's like man I wish you would you know I'm like hey hey man the fuck with my art. <laughs>
1: you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're one phone call from a pr- for me, to your parole officer, for going back in,
0: <laughs> right? Suck and it out, man. I so will get so much more material out of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, I, yeah, I don't warn them. I just fucking fire it off.
1: I love it. I love that.
2: <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I wish I could uh, get away with that. I have to. I have to run uh, everything. I, I don't talk too much about my family, um, but mainly because they. I, I probably should, because honestly, they, they don't fucking come to my shit anyway. They don't, they don't really go. So uh, I, you talk about
0: your girlfriend stuff a lot, don't you?
2: Uh, yeah, no, I I definitely talk about uh her and and our our sex life and and uh, yeah. things that they, yeah. So usually that I have to clear with her first, but she she for the most part doesn't give a fuck, which is she's just pretty nice.
1: open.
0: Yeah, really? she. Oh no, yeah, she she
1: lets a lot. Like she's a saint. I keep saying she is a saint.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I my, think my girlfriend is pretty pretty cool now before my girlfriend i I had to you know sometimes i had to tailor because i had uh back when i was single when i was a single male a few years back young young buck running around um i I brought this girl to one of my shows and that's what i was doing a lot of dating stuff i still do a lot of dating stuff but i mean i was doing a lot of dating stuff and after the show she was like i don't I mean, I was at the show. I don't understand why you had to like talk about being single and talk about how you don't want to be in a relationship. Blah blah blah. I'm like, look, if you can't handle what I say on stage, then we can't be in a relationship because it's not gonna change. At the end of the day, it's not gonna change. So I don't know what to tell you. But I mean, yeah, you're lucky your girlfriend's down with that because some, you know, and I'm lucky now too.
2: (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Well, and I, I kind of had the same conversation with her when we we first started dating. Like, listen. I'm going to say a, a lot of obscene fucked up things and it, it, right. it's you know it's just kind of who I am or who my persona is you got to be down with it cuz if you're not I mean see a bitch you know it's- <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. you got me Look, if you start off calling her a bitch, then she can never tell you. You don't treat her like you used to. Right, exactly. <laughs>
2: you know? Oh, my God. Just keep, oh. keep the bar low to start with. <laughs> you're good to go. Oh, oh, that is
1: awful. That is Now awful. John's forgetting anniversaries. He's never celebrated an anniversary. Oh, God, no. <laughs> At oh, sh-
2: what? Oh, shit. Dude. dude, our anniversary is coming up. Thank you for the reminder. I need to get that. <laughs> i appreciate that yeah that's good dude my
1: marriage was doomed from the start because we got married right before i deployed and then um, i came and then i came home midway through deployment like on r&r and we had a real okay. wedding and she wanted to celebrate both anniversaries every year
0: no oh hell no no you get you get the real one i give you the dude, real one.
1: that's what i'm saying
0: not the courthouse. I'll give you the one where people. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: You still about 50 people at the courthouse.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, ugh, 50 people. She might got a case, bro. <laughs> right. You might, <laughs> you, might you, have got a case. You can't yeah, fuck that you one up, He's supposed to be on my side. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Fuck that. No, man, You get one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can pick which one, but you get one. <laughs> well, you don't get
2: either one now because you're divorced, but. Uh, True. Yeah. <laughs> that anniversary kind of is way more fun to celebrate. <laughs> I,
0: just, I just, I just got the. I, I'm going, I'm, I'm going through the the divorce now. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry dude. i yeah.
1: I mean, we were separated for years. We're still like friends, so it's cool. Yeah, cause yeah. she. I think I, I met her at um, uh, Candlestone. Yep. Yep. And then I, I remember seeing her at the back alley when I was able uh, last year Fourth of July. You allowed me some time over at back alley, and I was able to come up there and. Uh, Entertain yep. the good folks of Muskegon over there, so. It's in town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean, it's cool. Now, how's yep. your son doing? Does he like your comedy? Does he get into it? Does he want to do that in the in the future?
0: Oh man, little Rick's so dope. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> um, my, awesome. my son is so oh, he's so awesome. Yeah, he loves my comedy. He um, not only my comedy, but he loves like just like people around Michigan. Like he's he's like, I don't care about Kevin Hart fuck kevin hart he's like what's uh fucking jenkins up to like where's you know yeah. like, he's like what's, what's mike logan doing these days so he it's cool because he loves and i take him to shows with me like i take him to i took him to all the back alley shows so you know he's met a lot of comedians and watched a lot of comedy and he's hilarious i don't know if he's gonna get on stage but he's pretty funny my daughter's really funny too
1: oh that's right yeah you've mm-hmm. got a boy and a girl
0: Yep. Yep, I got two. My son's fourteen now. Wow. Oh shit. I know. Fourteen, and he's already like six foot. It's fucking. Uh,
1: Jeez. Crazy. How I'm taller? Not... Now, how tall are you, Ricarlo?
0: I'm six
1: three. Jeez. So he may be. He may beat that. He probably. Yeah,
0: probably. Mm. I hope so. Hell yeah!
1: yeah that's awesome.
0: It's cool. Yeah, they they both love comedy, so it's dope. We share that together. We watch. We watch a lot of specials together, and they that's like awesome. critique it and they critique it like how comedians critique comedy they're oh, like yeah. Yeah. my my daughter will be like, "Ah, I mean, it was funny, but it was kind of hack <laughs> <I'm>
1: like, <laughs> that's was, awesome
0: you're right, it was hack honey, that was fucking hack
1: <laughs> that's awesome, and there's so much on Netflix to explore and see, and you can you take a lot from either now would you want both your kids to be in comedy, so it sounds like they have great roots in it." Um, do you want them to go to the grind think, like you have?
0: I would love it. I would love if my yeah. kids did comedy. I would. Because I think comedy is just so – you get to travel. You get to travel. You get to meet all kinds of people. You get to go to towns you've never even fucking heard of. You know, it's just fun, man. At least try it. I, I, I would urge them to at least try something artistic, like something where you have to stretch your creativity. I think I think that's important for
1: kids to try and just people in general to try and stuff like that. Absolutely, no, that's great. Now, what's the furthest you've gone, or what's been the best place you've ever traveled to? The best place
0: was I did the show over in I nope in Minnesota at the Dublin Irish Pub. Okay, Dubuque, Minnesota, or I think it was Dubuque, Minnesota. Yeah, it was dope. It was dope. There was just two shows in a night. I went there with Jordan Garnett. He's a comedian from Florida. We did a whole run. We started in the Upper Peninsula, then we went to Wisconsin. Then to the Minnesota, then we drove back to Michigan. Dang. In the middle of fucking winter, in the middle of fucking winter, he's from Florida, he wouldn't drive. I had to drive the whole time. <laughs> 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 but that was hands down my best experience ever, ever doing comedy, ever. That and when I got to host for Brent Morin at Dr. Grimms. So I got to meet Brent Moran and hang out with him. And he's my wow. favorite comedian. Like, he's my idol. So yeah. that, was, that was surreal. That's like just,
1: awesome. Yeah, he
0: was like, you know, giving me pointers and stuff, and you know, like we actually like hung out. It was dope.
2: That's that awesome. Is the that is, yeah, that's fucking solid. And what's what's the uh, let's go the opposite of that, man? What's the the worst room you've ever done or one room that you've ever done or a place you've gone? Say fuck that! I'll never go back there again.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I've been keeping it pretty real. Honestly. Right. As, um, so I don't I don't do a ton of like quote unquote urban rooms. <laughs> um so okay. um, when I first started I was probably about maybe I okay I'll tell you about two two, two times I almost wanted to quit when I first started. Um first time was, it was I was probably less than a year in, maybe about nine months. I was hosting this show at at a fucking blues bar in Muskegon, nothing but old people there probably about 60 people. Uh, I was opening up for a blues band. The band was late. You know, the drinks were overpriced. Everybody was pissed off. And oh, the right. owners, like, okay, owner's like, okay, go go, go, and get up there. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, just get up there. I'm like, man, they're not ready. He's like, fuck okay, it, get up there. So he's like, okay, here, here come. And this is how he introduced me. He's like, here come the comedian. <laughs> you didn't like, even say your name? <laughs> no, he didn't say my name. He was like, here come the comedian. So what? I'm walking, I'm walking on stage, and I hear from behind me this old, mean drunk. You better be funny, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I okay. proceeded to bomb so hard for 15 minutes, oh, not allowed. People like, I mean, I mean old school heckling. Don't quit your day job, like. <sighs> like. So I walked off stage, got my car. And just drove, didn't say nothing to anybody, walked on stage, just left, got in my car, went home. And I was like, I ain't doing this fucking shit no more. Fuck that. And, but I was like, okay, I'll keep going. But then another time, you guys remember the RB group Drew Hill? Yeah. So I got to open for Drew Hill in Kalamazoo. No. Um, yeah. Shit. This was probably, I was maybe about a year in. And um, so it, it was uh like uh, Cookie from Detroit. You know, she's a big comedian down in Detroit. She was the host. She's like, okay, baby, you know, you can go up there and do your time. You know, she's trying to. Help me out. I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, Dave, Dave Jones. You guys know Dave Jones, right? I don't. Uh, I, I know Dave Jones from okay. Grand Rapids. Super fucking funny. I mean, yeah. he's been, he's been on the like Apollo, okay. bunch of stuff. Oh wow. Like, yeah, he was going after me. He fucking kills every time. So I get up there. I, I try to go into my stuff, and fucking like half the crowd just starts booing. I mean, loud, like, boo! Get your bitch ass off the stage. <laughs> That sounds like Kalamazoo, to be honest. I mean, <laughs> you, know, little, booze, you know, little nerdy ass, really funny, like, I'm just like, um, uh, not, but then, but that time, that's when I was like, I, I was like, nah, damn that. I was like, nah, fuck that. Y'all paid y'all money. You finna hear me tell these jokes. I just stood in there and just hammered my jokes and I ended up Stayed getting them the back. in the pocket. Yep. I ended up getting them back, but whew, when they, whew, to get booed by half of a crowd, oh, I it okay. mean, it's. I mean, people up in the balcony
1: like booing me. I'm like, oh, you can't even fucking see me up there. How the fuck do you-? <laughs> so it must have been at the State Theater then, if there's a balcony. Yeah,
0: yeah, was that's a State big theater. room. Yeah, and I'm like, how the fuck you know I got on a plaid You can't see my fucking shirt pattern from up there. They're like, you a shirt wearing bitch. I'm like, damn, I should, I should have wore solids. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was awful. That oh, was. Awful. That's funny.
2: Well, Ricardo, uh, I mean, again, thank you for for coming on today. We are running up against our our time here, but uh, I mean, Absolutely. this this has been a hell of a time. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, before we go, uh, do you want want to run your socials or any shows uh, you got coming up or anything going on?
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, you can follow me. Just you can follow just my Facebook, Carlo Winston, or you can follow my comedy Facebook, Carlo the Comedy Over Carlo winston um i have a show july 31st at the om of medicine in ann arbor It's the dispensary down there
1: yeah so i'm gonna be down there
0: with Connor, me jake ford so that's gonna be a real good time
1: that's a great lineup
0: yeah yeah it's, it's a good lineup i'm like hell yeah so i'm looking forward to that um that's about all i got um i'm gonna be hosting at uh Fuck. See? See, I'm so out of practice. I can't even remember the names of the places I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Jackson. It's one of Mike Ball's rooms. I'm going to be hosting August 5th. Oh, the Future of Comedy,
1: I think it's called, right?
0: Yep. 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 I'm going to be on a Future of Comedy show August 5th, so looking forward to that. I hope I wasn't too high and just rambling too much. I feel like I, like, in my mind, I was just dropping knowledge, but I might have just been <laughs> <laughs> not but saying you're dropping it all, along. man. I loved this, it.
2: This was, uh, this was uh, fantastic knowledge. You know, uh, interesting and entertaining and and uh, uh, again a lot of knowledge coming out as well so thank you uh, Ricarlo uh, David how about your yourselves or uh, your socials
1: oh yeah you can follow me at David Steve uh, I think it's David three on Facebook um, catch if you love this episode you're gonna love Ricardo. he's closing down the show at JB whiskeys on uh, Tuesday July 7th so let the let the party keep going from July 4th I'm sorry, right I'm into Tuesday JV Whiskey is too I'm fucking sorry. See, I'm
0: I, suck. I got you. I, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Good shit. Good shit. you. You just have want to remind sure me I had,
1: so much. You just want to make sure I had something to say and I appreciate yes. that. That's professionalism. I didn't want to take your shine, man. I love you, doctor. <laughs> yeah, so catch catch Ricarlo. He's gonna be ending this show. He's gonna be closing it down. It's a jam-packed lineup. Everyone's gonna slay. We love it. We're finally kicking off the rust, so we're super excited. You can also catch me on Instagram and uh DC seventy-nine at Twitter. And if you've heard this podcast, you know all of our handles, so I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How about you,
2: John? Uh yeah, uh, as always you can you can find me uh, at the John Batch on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for, for all of my are shows.
0: To, are you related to Charlie Batch? He used to play for the Lions backup quarterback up years back. You sling that no. ball down the field.
1: Not no, I, I know
2: of him, <laughs> but <laughs>
1: that so so hey Ricarlo, I'm gonna let you in on a yeah. little hand. He's he's operating under an alias.
2: I, I don't oh, use yeah. I don't use my full name because uh well again as I've talked before I, I you know I say a lot of awful shit and my family doesn't want to be associated with it. Well, so. it's
0: John. Ba- well, everybody fucking knows your name's John Batchewitz.
2: Right, exactly. I'm Jewish, right? Uh, yeah. Obviously,
0: <laughs> <laughs> clearly. You and, you and Aaron are the only two. In <laughs> I love it. Oh, that uh, awesome. that's
2: funny. Uh, but, yeah, you can find me there. But, uh, all of my shows obviously are, are uh, subject to change depending on how our, our uh, wonderful governor decides to, to uh, make changes in the coming weeks. Um, you can always uh, follow us here at the podcast uh, at GoodVSEvil on Facebook, at GoodVSEvilPodcast on Instagram. Of course, you can always contact us uh, at GoodVSEvil uh, – I'm sorry, GoodEvilPodcast at gmail.com. Perfect. So, uh, again, uh, feel free to reach out. We we uh, welcome the participation. Thank you again, Ricardo, for for coming on. This has been an absolute Thank fucking you blast.
0: You're amazing, great. dude. Thank you. Good. Thank you guys for having me. I had a
1: good time.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, as as always, this uh, this has been uh, Good versus Evil, a comic discussion of the end times.
1: As always, I'm the good side of things, David Steves.
2: And I am the evil side, John Batch. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day.
1: Toodles, bitches. <laughs>